Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. And I'm Kirsty Faruja from Feels Like Home. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. To hang out with us more, check out the Art of Decluttering on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love you to check out our website, artofdecluttering.com.au and see all that's happening over there. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. So this week, we are going to be talking all things share houses which is pretty cool. This was an episode request by Ali Unicomb who wanted to know, can we give some advice on people who live in maybe a room or don't have access to the entire house mm. because you're living in a share house? Amy, let's have some true confession time. Yes, please. Have you ever shared a house with anybody that isn't your husband, children or siblings and parents? Never. <laughs> Literally Never, never tried a share house, never lived in a share house. You went straight from your mum and dad to living with your husband. I did. You got married I as a baby. Lived at home till I was 21, got married, moved in with my hubby at 21 and the rest is history. Yeah. Tell me about your experience. Have you had share houses? What does it look like? Yeah, I've lived in a few. I moved out of my parents' home and went overseas and lived in a share house in London with no other Australians. No, that's a lie. I did live with our mutual friend, Lisa, for a couple of months before she went off traveling and we shared a room, And it, but it was a massive house in Ealing and I shared it with all British people. When you say massive, like, is it a house that one person has their name on the lease and then people are moving through it? Like, how does that kind of thing work? It was owned by some people who were living there at the time. Okay. Or actually it was owned by their parents and it was just a community house that was open to lots of people moving in and out of it, mm. but mostly people stayed for extended, extended periods of time. 
Like I think I was one of the shortest people there for two years. Not even I only lived there for a year. Wow. What else? So you've done Europe? Then I yeah. Then I moved in with another friend of ours, Tony, and lived with him as housemates. (laughs) Make that clear, (laughs) as housemates (laughs) in a two bedroom flat in um, in Paddington, and then I moved back home, moved back in with my parents, and then moved in with another friend of ours, Jenny, and then moved into my parents' investment property and shared that with a couple of girlfriends before I moved in with Simon. Wow, that's quite a few. Yeah. So your advice is going to be much more from personal experience, but both of us have yes. experience with clients. Of course we do. Who come in and we help them organise what is their zones and help yeah. them create systems. So yeah. this is going we to totally. be fun. Yeah. We so really what we're talking about is living, when you live in a home but the whole home is not open to you to use for storage. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Whether it be because multiple people live there and you all share the common space or because it's somebody's home and you're just renting one room. Mm. And or if you're a teenager listening and you feel like, you know, you kind of need to keep your stuff in your bedroom, that could also be a situation where you are home with your family, but your parents don't really want you taking over the house with your stuff. Yeah, or you are the one in the home that wants to be decluttered and organised and not everybody else in your family is on the same journey. Mm. So, Kirst, do you have any, like, tips off the cab? No, that's not the right saying. Whatever, the, I just combined, like, four sayings into one and it didn't make sense. Do you have any tips to start us off with? I think my biggest tip is to just to get the lay of the land, like, to know what is shared space, what is appropriate for you to have your space, your stuff in. For instance, when I lived in England, we each um, had cupboards that were just ours in the kitchen so we could put our stuff in the cupboard and then we had shared cupboards um, and we all took a turn of cooking for each other one night a week. We had we had a roster and you had to commit to being home to cook one meal a week for the community um and then I'm then when I lived with Jen it was her house so I don't I don't think I had much stuff other than in my bedroom so yeah I think it is just figuring out what is appropriate and what are the boundaries so that you don't get people offside Mm. and that you can you can have that freedom and you can show grace to other people when other people may have overstepped some boundaries or when – so you, just so you know. So you're like, okay, this is how it works in this house because every share house is going to be unique and different and it takes time to get to know people. You know, it's just, you know, in any sharing arrangement, you know, even when you move in with your husband at 21, it takes time to figure out what gets their goat (laughs) and how they prefer to do things. So it's just having, um, just having grace for one another. Mm. So a lot of communication, a lot of grace. And I think sometimes the communication can evolve. So you might move into a share house and go, okay, I'm going to keep everything in my room, including my toiletries, including my dirty laundry basket. Like you might keep everything in your room And then kind of realise, you know what, there is a cupboard in the laundry that's not really being used. I would love to keep some of my camping gear in there. Or uh, I've got a massive photo collection and under the stairs I reckon I could fit a box. And you can kind of have those conversations 
and, you know, be open to discussions, be open to coming up with solutions. Maybe you need to rent some garage space. Maybe you're in a house that has a garage and that's not included in your lease agreement. And you're like, well, how much would it cost for me to have a section in the garage where I can keep stuff? Hmm. So many creative. creative ideas. Yeah. What advice can we give, though, if people are really contained to one primary room? So, yes, you may have a few spaces around the house. We're talking about having most of your stuff in one room. Where would you kind of start? Great question. I would start with, (laughs) like we always say, to declutter first so that when you go to organize and go to store and find the right storage solutions that you're actually finding great storage solutions for what you actually want to keep and what is serving you and I'm sure we're going to talk about this later in the episode but there is always that temptation of but I I might need this for my next share house so being really thoughtful about that and we can go into more detail. Let's go into it now. Okay let's go into it now. Because I think that's a trap if you're someone who doesn't feel like your roots are deep where you don't think you're in your forever house or you're not in a a living solution that's going to be years and years it's like well should I keep a kettle because they might have a kettle now but I have a kettle and should I keep it or should I declutter it? How do you make those decisions? Another great question. <laughs> I think it I think it totally depends on the situation. If you know that you're just here for six months before you go traveling or you've just moved home from traveling and you're just living here until you figure out your next move, then keep the kettle. Like but if you intend for this to be your your medium term home or even just a one year home, and you know that you only spent $20 in your kettle and you can go back to Kmart and get another $20 kettle, then maybe donate it then and there while it's still working and somebody can get more use out of it than you can at the moment. One of the things that um, I've helped some people set up when we've been in a shared house is like a big Bunnings container that is like their household goods that they're not currently using. So some people that's maybe Tupperware or baking things that the house has a set of that stuff. And they're like, well, I, I do want to use it and I have spent good money on it and it is practical and it is foreseeable that I'll use it. So actually to just put it all in a container so that it's there, but it's not cluttering up any space. But then it also helps you to know, I actually have moved twice and not needed anything in that container. And so then you go, radio, I'm going through it, I'm decluttering it. But it's it's there and it's in, and you can then store that under the stairs, in the garage, in the roof, maybe your parents' house. Like there's heaps of options rather than a whole cupboard in the kitchen being taken up with stuff you're not using. Yeah, or if it, depending on what it is, you can always rent it out to friends as well. Like if your little sister's just moved out of home, you can go, hey, I've got this box that I'm not using in this share house. You can have it, but I want some of it back or I want it in good condition or you can replace it if you trash it. And that's a good idea. That's another way of keep that circular economy going. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that um, I think really help is when you're living predominantly out of one space is to set vision and ask the questions, what do I want to do in this space? Because what I find in a lot of share houses is you're watching maybe movies in your bedroom, you're studying in your bedroom, you're sleeping in your bedroom. If you have a friend over, you might hang out in your bedroom. And so there's actually multiple things you want to do. So you need to set up the room to facilitate those multiple things. Yeah. 
and to go with that is having different zones in your room and different storage solutions in your room so that it does work like you know ah oh, I'm going to be studying now right I fold this table out this way mm. to study or I need to make my bed so that I can spread all my papers out on the bed but here is the box where I find the paperwork so it makes it really easy mm. to do those multiple activities yeah I like the idea of zones if you've got a room that's big enough like a divider or um, storage can be creating those zones or you might have I've seen people that have like curtain rails on the roof and you can kind of pull things around I'm not sure in a small space if that would work but if you're in a share house and you're in the garage that totally could work how do you mean? Can you explain that? A bit yeah, further? so like on the ceiling, you know, in hospitals, how they yeah. have on the ceiling, I the get rails. that part. I mean, <clears throat> in the garage, how does that work in the garage? Oh, because it's a bigger space. But why would you do it in the garage? I'm confused. Oh, because people, like, you might be living in the share house in the garage. You know how people convert garages? No? No, we're totally not vibing right now. Okay. No, I know, but why would there be a curtain? Why wouldn't there be a wall? Because you're just in one space. Oh, okay. So you're meaning the to garage do- is converted. Yes. So it's a big room. Yes. Right. I hope other people are, were just as confused because you can see it clearly in your, in your mind because yeah. you know what you're talking Correct. about. The I'm rest of us picturing a house. The rest of us, not so much. Come on a journey with Amy and you may or may not understand where we're going. That's okay. Okay. So a big room. So you want You to might want to divide it. it off. So you can have a lounge room and a bedroom. Right. And... Be like a loft, yeah, like, you yeah. know, American TV shows. Exactly. Yeah. Living it up. Yeah. If you live in the hills or the North Shore or Sydney Central, what are some of the other areas in Sydney, Kirst? The Shire, the Inner West, Northern Beaches. So I only found out recently from Kirst that you Sydney siders have, like, zones and areas that you, like, identify yourselves by. So if you live in any one of those and you need some professional organising services to help in your home, you need to get Kirsty in because she's freaking amazing. So if you want to have Kirsty in to help you declutter, email us at hello at theartofdeclutteringcomau and we're going to put you in touch. I would so love that. I would love, love, love to meet more and more listeners and to be able to help you hands-on and get the most out of your house and make you able to live in freedom and grace and joy in your home so call me contact us however find me so send us that email or dm us on insta or private message us on facebook but kirst is like there she's ready sydney siders she's ready to come and transform your home ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm with you. All right, let's get back to the show. Under bed storage. Underutilized space in your room. Totally underutilized. If you're in a share house, it is gold, that space under your bed. So use pull-out storage containers. I've got two clients who are in share houses that have the beds with the built-in storage. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I, I love them. I would I want use one. it. I don't want one. I, we don't need one. But you want one. I want one just to lift it up and down. Oh, you're talking about the lift-up. I'm talking about the drawers. Oh, no. I've had two clients with a lift-up bed. I've never had that. They're so awesome. That's pretty cool, though, like hiding Christmas presents, hide-and-seek. Oh, my gosh. If I was a kid, I would totally hide under there every time. Not if you were a kid. You would do it now. That's true. I totally would. (laughs) I'd hide in there with a bag of peanut M&Ms. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, it's great storage solution. (laughs) Because you can keep stuff under there. Yeah, you can keep those items that you can't use in this house or you can keep your winter doona when you've got a summer doona. You can keep your suitcases. Your ski gear. Your ski. Oh, there's so much potential. And there's so people, particularly and if you are in a share house before you are partnered <laughs> and you have loads of free time, <laughs> And loads of disposable income. <laughs> so you do travel lots, you do go skiing, you do go. You need all the stuff. You, you've got all, all the stuff for all the things. But yeah. Whereas, um, so here I am like vicariously living through those people because now I've got none of that. You can't do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things, so this kind of is advice that you could use in a rental house but also a shared house, is if you're not the owner of the house, you can't go like nailing stuff in and yeah, putting, putting in shelves and all that kind of stuff. So you really want to think about what can, what can I put up but then take down again. And my sister's really into suction hooks. So you like put it on the wall, push the button in, and it becomes re- it can hold a lot. So have a think about those. I've just ordered online, Kirst, these little pads that are about the size of a credit card, and they're really sticky, and you can use them to hold things on the wall. You can. So I've bought them Did for you our see rug. It on Instagram, I saw an ad on Instagram. Yeah, I may have. <laughs> and it was like three a.m. and I hadn't. I had insomnia, so yeah. I tend to buy stuff online like that. So it will be interesting to see if it actually works. Yeah. So I'm our so rug skeptical. moves all the time. I'm, I'm so skeptical well, of I will Instagram. Tell you, I got a text this morning to say that China has shipped them, so we'll see how they go. <laughs> But you can use those on your walls. Like you might say, I want to really want to put pictures up. I want to feel at home, but I don't want to put nails in the wall. Yeah. Use some of those reusable, take downable kind of storage solutions. Yeah, excellent. Love it. Over the door hangers is another oh, great yeah. way of hanging things. Cause I think one of the issues, and I, I see this in every house, not just in share houses, 
but using vertical space. Yeah. Like get things up off the floor, use walls, use above door frames, use around door frames and get get over the door hangers and Mm -hmm. put your handbags up on that or put your, you know. Scarves and everything. Scarves, dressing gown. Drying clothes. Like if you've got no, you know, if it's Melbourne and it's pouring with rain or Sydney today and it's pouring with rain, and you can't hang clothes outside, like, yeah. and you don't want to take up the living space where everybody else is Netflixing. Where do you where do you dry your clothes yeah. if you don't have a dryer? The over the door hangers are particularly good for wet towels too. Yes, because often in a share house, there's not enough rails for everybody to hang their towel. And if you've got long hair and you use a towel for your hair and a towel for your body, you need somewhere to dry it. So over the door hangers, total winner. Yeah. They ha- take up hardly any space, and they can go in your wardrobe. They can go on your door, and if you've got dividers, they can go on those too. Yeah, love it. So good. But vertical space, people. Think up, look up, look Mm. around you. Think about how you can get things up off the floor and up around the room or up in cupboards. So if you've got – I saw a great solution the other day. If you've got wardrobe doors that swing open Mm -hmm. rather than slide, then – think about hanging stuff on the inside yeah. of the door like we've always done that yeah it's so good like even the other day I was helping someone and inside the wardrobe door we hung a wrapping paper stand that's what I was thinking of because ah. I saw somebody else do that ah, there you go so you can open the door and there's stuff on the inside of the door but it's not getting in the way it doesn't raffle your clothes yeah so good i'm getting yeah. a little bit excited here i'm like whacking stuff she, she is she's she's passionate whacking about everything. inside of cupboards yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if you're able to keep things inside the bathroom how do you avoid being that person that spreads their stuff all over the countertop in a share house because that's pretty annoying like i know that's annoying and i haven't lived in a share house when somebody else just takes a liberty at like makeup and hair products and it's annoying and you some... use the same products and then you can just use it and they don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some solutions that people can do in a bathroom space that is often shared? Yeah. You're not baskets. sharing the bedroom, you're sharing the bathroom. Yeah, baskets, containers have a way to contain your products and your items just into a smaller space. So and that works whether you can keep it in the bathroom or not Mm. because if you're transporting it back to your bedroom then why wouldn't you do it in a container whether that is a toiletries bag or a little basket that you can get from anywhere you know use a container there's cool ones that um you can hang and that they kind of fold down Mm -hmm. you could even use one of those because you can hang it up in your bedroom and then bring it into the bathroom and hang it up on the door in there yeah (laughs) it also i think it goes back to also your what you said at the start about creating vision and we have got an episode that we've done recently episode 91 master bedrooms about creating sanctuaries and making your bedroom your sanctuary so as much as we're giving you solutions for your shared room in a shared house or like your room in a shared house and we're telling you use all the vertical go up the walls 
we also want to encourage you to minimize your possessions so that you can have your bedroom as your sanctuary. It can be your space that you get away from the rest of your housemates, whether they be bad or good. (laughs) But everybody needs a little bit of time out. And you do want your bedroom to be a place of rest and relaxation, even if that's not what it's used for 24-7. But you do want – and that's why we love – containers in cupboards and being able to close things and put things under the bed and get them out of your eyesight so that when you are when it is time for sleep or play in your bedroom it is a relaxing fun space that you can invite somebody into if it's about playing or if it's about you just resting by yourself then it's it's a nice space as well. And I think part of the joy of living in a smaller space is it's not as much to declutter. So if you decide, that's it, I really want to declutter my bedroom, you potentially could set aside an afternoon and do the whole thing. Or an hour, depending on how much you have. So if you decide, yeah, I want to go minimal or I want to spend money on experiences, not stuff, this is possible for you. So if you've kind of been feeling like, oh, I just don't have enough room, our challenge is you've got the room you've got. You can't necessarily change that, but maybe you just need less stuff. Yeah, that's always, always a challenge and always a good thing to think about, you know, instead of being frustrated by the lack of space, um, maybe switch it around and go, okay, I can't, as Amy said, I can't change the space. I can't make this a six by six room, but I can reduce the quantity that is held in this space. Um, So it goes back to do, you know, if you've got, Items that you could use in the future, maybe let them go for now and repurchase them or store them somewhere else. (laughs) Can you hire storage space? Do we recommend it? It's not our recommendation as a go-to. No. But for some people, that is a solution. For instance, if you've had a relationship break up and you've got a household of furniture, And for the meantime, you need to go into a share house for whatever reason, or you're going into a shelter for whatever reason, or you're moving back with your parents, maybe with a time frame, it could be helpful to have a storage unit or some kind of offsite storage. What do you think? Oh, I totally, totally, totally agree that storage, uh, storage unit is appropriate in some circumstances for some people. Yeah. It is not the go-to although exactly like you said it is the go-to if you've had a relationship breakdown and you are moving into temporary accommodation Mm. great awesome great so whether you're in a share house whether you're at university or however your situation looks have a think about what stuff you want to keep what can you declutter and as Kirsty said look up use those vertical spaces I I'm going to read a review from someone in New Zealand this time. This is from JJJD, New Zealand. She says, excellent resource. Lots of helpful ideas, both practical and philosophical. I think the fact that Amy and Kirsty are good friends who know each other well and can laugh and be serious together (laughs) helps us as listeners feel like it's a nurturing space to start or keep up our decluttering and organising journey. I'm certainly laughing along with you, JJ Jody, today. (laughs) Sometimes we just got to make our listeners have a bit of a laugh at our expense or my expense. Oh, or my expense. I'm okay with that. I, I, I love that. 
we make people laugh. It's one of my favourite parts of our podcast. <laughs> just sometimes I just wonder where that boundary is between yeah. laughing and offending. Yeah, I'm not sure I have a firm hold on that boundary. Yeah. <laughs> I am not sure you do either sometimes. I love it. But I don't, I don't either. Yeah, no, there's, no, there's no judgment here. No judgment. <laughs> So we hope you've enjoyed our episode this week. Share it with someone. Maybe you want to put it on your Google Home if you're in a share house so everyone can listen together. Excellent idea. It might be a good idea to share the love and then you can have a conversation, maybe a share house meeting afterwards to go, okay, anything we need to change, amend or move forward on. Yes, I love it. And as always, if you have tips, come and share them on our Facebook community page because we love hearing from all of you and we know that we're not the holders of all information and all tips we love learning from you as well so come on over one last thing before we get out of your ears for this week and that is that we would love you and we would appreciate it if you would leave us an itunes review this week simply because the reviews help us reach more people they make us feel pretty good but they help us to reach more listeners, which spreads the love and really helps us to grow the platform that we're wanting to reach the world with. Yay. And you get your name spoken by us. Yay. <laughs> so you get to be famous too. Not that we're famous, but you you get to be famous in our world because we're thankful. And, <laughs> and this is about time for me to be quiet too. Yeah. We're, just, we're just rattling on. All right. Have a great week. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.